Welcome to That's Good Sports. I am Brandon. Happy birthday to my wife, Jessica Perna. Today we are celebrating by swapping seats when we watch Netflix tonight. She's very excited to see what the left side of the couch feels like for her special isolation birthday. Boy, oh boy, will she be enthused when she tears open my isolation-themed birthday presents. That's not just any big gulp. That's a big gulp filled with hand sanitizer, baby. And here's a 24-karat gold-framed picture of toilet paper. Toilet paper we used to own. Other than that, as long as I don't call her a turd, like Rex Ryan called Amari Cooper on ESPN, it should be a fun evening. Turd. The Cowboys signed Alden Smith, and some people want Joe Buck to narrate their sex tapes. I'm here to discuss the important sports news. It's good sports. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good. All right, Rex Ryan, really not a fan of Amari Cooper for some reason. To me, this is the biggest disappearing act in the National Football League. He doesn't show up on the road. He doesn't show up against, when the competition's good, when he's against the top corners, that guy disappears. I wouldn't have paid this turd. No way in hell. No way in hell would I have paid this guy. To me, you pay Dak Prescott. Forget all those numbers. They're number one in the league because of Dak Prescott, not because of this guy. It's a deep draft at receiver. They made a huge mistake right here. I think that might be the least professional evaluation ESPN has ever aired of any player. And that includes their 30 for 30 on actual turds produced by NFL players. I never looked at steroids the same way after seeing Lyle Alzado's feces in that 30 for 30. Even his shit had roid rage. Now, the truth of the matter is Amari Cooper does disappear sometimes. It's why I criticized the Cowboys when the trade occurred. Aqib Tlaib and Chris Harris would shut him down completely. But to call him a turd seems mean-spirited, especially coming off a 1,189-yard season with eight receiving touchdowns. Very unturd like Amari Cooper hasn't had any off-field issues that I can remember, but you know who has? Alden Smith, who was definitely not called a turd by Rex Ryan. Alden Smith was recently signed by the Dallas Cowboys on a one-year deal worth up to $4 million with sack incentives. To be fair to Rex Ryan, Amari Cooper's contract did have turd incentives, which is very close to sack incentives when you think about it. Yeah, and Amari Cooper was the number one available wide receiver this free agency period, uh, and he played his best football with the Cowboys, so it seems weird for that to be the reason Rex Ryan put his foot in his mouth. Oh... That's right, he doesn't need a reason to do that, does he? Now, Alden Smith is apparently sober, uh, is getting ready for another chance in the NFL with the help of the Cowboys after playing last in 2015. Smith was averaging a little more than a sack a game with 33 and a half sacks in 32 games, including a 19 and a half sack season in 2012, before eventually spiraling down the bowl like a real Rex Ryan. Ryan has already issued an apology saying, I can't believe I said that. Used that word. Amari. Obviously, it was a poor choice by me to say what I said about turds. Wow. I'm not really sure that counts as an apology, Rex, but that does officially make ESPN the first network to denounce turd shaming. To which I say, bravo! Bravo, ESPN! 
Now, I really hope Alden Smith is sober and that he's made the right changes in his life to be a productive member of society. I'm all about second chances or even third chances, which is why I buy all of Chance the Rapper's songs three times, like his hat recommends. But this is really Smith's 15th or 16th chance, isn't it? I mean, he had multiple DUIs, was stabbed, arrested for assault weapon possession, had domestic charges, live-streamed himself smoking weed, was the driver in a hit-and-run situation, and maybe most memorably yelled bomb in an airport. Can't say bomb on an airplane. Bomb, 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 You gonna arrest me? Now, Robert Kraft used the Patriots team plane to transport one million in 95 masks from China to Massachusetts hospitals. Now we all know that as soon as the idea of going to Asia came up, so did Robert Kraft. I really do respect this move by Kraft, who also donated an extra 300,000 masks to New York, totaling around 1.4 million in total purchased. You know the world is fucked up if I think it's important to compliment Robert Kraft and Tom Brady in the same episode. Brady partnered with Meals on Wheels to donate 10 million meals to help feed people during this screwed up time on Earth. The bad news is all of those meals will follow the strict, disgusting dietary regulations of the TB12 method. Sorry, hungry people. No strawberries, processed grains, dairy, or tomato-based sauces for you, here's what a plate of spaghetti will look like when Tom Brady feeds you. Yum. I know, I know what you're thinking. Why? Why are you showing Tom Brady and Robert Kraft respect? Tom's still a cheater and Robert still thinks he carries all of his stress and his taint, and the only way to release that stress is through vigorous prostate massages. Yes, I get that, but I'm not an asshole, okay? Both Tom and Bob are doing great things to help other people, and we should acknowledge that. Nobody has to help. And one of the most revolting things I've seen on social media is people shaming athletes for giving money because they're rich. If you're one of the people who says some shit like, uh, Mark Davis donating a million dollars is the equivalent of me giving like $20, you're wrong. That's half of Mark Davis's net worth. That's a big donation for Mark. Now, I respect every single person trying to help right now. Also, this is a great opportunity for me to look like a nice guy by commending Kraft and Brady. When people say, what did you do to stop the coronavirus, Brandon? I can look them right in the eyes and from the bottom of my heart say, I complimented Tom Brady and Robert Kraft. It nearly killed me, but that's what I fucking did to help find the cure, goddammit. That's what I did. Now, new Buffalo Bills receiver Stefan Diggs has the weirdest workout routine I've ever seen. This is great if Stefan Diggs ever starts a second career as a yo-yo. <laughs> I couldn't see any true benefit to this exercise until I heard what music was playing in the gym at the time. I get no Stupid. LSU head coach and former linguistics coach for Patrick Mahomes, Ed Orgeron, has filed for divorce from his wife, Kelly. Are we sure, though, that this isn't just a misunderstanding and his wife heard divorce when Coach O really said, I want a dog? He's he's kind of hard to understand. Uh, I was cool in 99, I was cool in 49. Yeah. Now this might come as a surprise, as a shock to LSU fans. Until you go back 
and you learned that Ed Ogeron once gave his wife cash for her birthday. That's right, just straight cash, wifey. I'm surprised the marriage lasted this long, and it's still smarter than when Odell Beckham Jr. was handing out cash to LSU players after the national championship. People are also sending Joe Buck their sex tapes to narrate, for some reason. This started after Fox posted a tweet of Joe Buck narrating people's videos from the random shit we are all doing while being stuck at home. Little play fake. Jab to the left, now breaks a tackle, breaks another tackle. Is the turquoise ball ever going to be caught? That's the question. It's getting tighter. It looks like a four-marble ray. Oh, we've had a we've had an accident, and now the turquoise ball is behind. Now he's got it. A bullseye. It's happened. Tom Martin has stunned himself. And uh, two-handed. Whoa! Wow! Back into his face, and now Adam doesn't feel so good. Sorry, I love you. Kiss. Life's hard. Suck it up. That's just the way things work in this world. Again. That was great, but Joe Buck is more known for putting people to sleep with his words. I think we need somebody with a little more excitement for a sex tape narration. If I ever release a sex tape, and maybe I will if my Patreon hits a million dollars, it will be Gus Johnson on the call. I'll also be adding visual effect enhancements. I mean, once you think about Joe Buck narrating a sex tape, you, you can't really unthink it. Mitchell. 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 Disgusting act by Mitchell. Honestly, I think Chris Collinsworth is much more suited for this type of work. He had like a swollen balls. It takes a young body to be able to contort like that. I mean, there's so much talent in that body. When you're coming in there, there is a good chance that you're going to be very hard. It just creates openings. The loose ones. <laughs> now the Raiders uh, couldn't get a deal done with corner Eli Apple. Yeah, Mike Mayock said if they wanted to spoil the bunch, they'd just sign Antonio Brown again. <laughs> he went on to say an apple a day keeps the Lombardi trophy away. John Gruden did note uh, that the contract demands were rotten to the core. Plus, Eli Apple, much like Richard Sherman, only plays on the left side of the field, making him a real apple cider. <laughs> an apple left cider. <laughs> Too much. But seriously, talking about Eli Apple and Richard Sherman in the same breath is a real apples to oranges comparison. What? None of you watched into the video this far. And finally, the Denver Broncos have promised that their season ticket holders uh, will be issued a refund or future credit in the event that games are canceled or presumably if they are held without fans. Personally, I think if that's the case, teams should auction off the opportunity to be the only fan in the stadium during games. Players will hear everything you yell at them, there will be no lines for beer or for the bathroom, and you'll never block anyone when you hold up a stupid sign you created with the crafting skills of a nine-year-old. It is the perfect viewing experience. If the Broncos sent out this memo though, it means they are preparing for shit to hit the fan or come out of Rex Ryan's mouth as uncertainty lies ahead for the 2020 NFL season. The NFL finally gets their 17th game and now there's a good chance the season will be shortened or not played at all. Ironing. Thanks for watching another episode of That's Good. Sports, please subscribe here on YouTube. 
if you can, and I know you can because it's free and it's easy and you just hit a fucking button that says subscribe and then you know when I make videos if you click the notification button. That's all you gotta do. Thanks. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good.